You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. podcast presented by Delta Dental and today we've got two very special guests with us from the 49ers O-line we've got center Jake Brendel and right tackle Colton McKivitt thanks for stopping by guys yeah thanks for having us yeah thank you so you guys are coming off a few days off after a big Thanksgiving win had a rare weekend off how'd you spend it go ahead together yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah um one in Seattle came home slept in a little and then uh, Friday, we went up to wine country into Napa. Um, Jake, Frankie, and Zan, they came up and with me and Abby and got to hang out, went to two wineries, and um, got to eat some oysters. So that was cool. I'm not a huge oyster fan, but they made <laughs> me try them. So it was pretty good. Yep, yep. What else did you do? Uh, not much, really. Just dad life, to be honest. Um, when you have a 10-month-old, that's pretty much all you can really focus on. Um, did Frankie, did you take part in any new traditions with Frankie and Zan now that you are a new dad? Um, not anything crazy. Uh, we just try and, uh, keep her happy and keep, <laughs> and, and, uh, keep her on her schedule, keep her napping, keep her sleeping at night. So is she mobile yet? Oh yeah. She's uh, crawling around, pulling on stuff. Uh, <laughs> she has a little like uh, lawnmower thing that she pushes around and walks and stuff. So she isn't walking yet, which is great. Give it a month. Yeah. She's she's the perfect baby. Oh, we'll, we'll have to get some baby pics on the podcast for yeah, sure. That'd be sweet. Um, so, Jake, I don't think enough people know about Frankie's birth story. And that actually happened final week of the regular season. How did the timeline of events happen leading up into that Arizona Cardinals game? Yeah, um, it was it was like any normal Saturday night. I, you know, I told my wife good night and I'll text her in the morning and then I got woken up by one of our security staff at the team hotel at like 4 30 5 o'clock in the morning I thought someone was jumping me so I was a little <laughs> aggressive for a few minutes but uh ended up understanding what was going on he's like hey your wife's in labor there's not a big rush but you need to go home right now so gathered stuff up really quick went to see her took her to the hospital immediately um got to the hospital around 6 50 in the morning and uh got her on the bed she immediately uh had her water break and then um about 45 minutes after that we had baby frankie out with us and so how quickly after that did you have to go and get ready at the stadium for the game that was coming later that afternoon <laughs> yeah yeah so um our normal like first bus 
second bus situation is, is a, you know, about two hours after that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we, uh, we spent some family time in the delivery room. Uh, I pretty much got about an hour with Frankie, and then after that I had to go and play football. Yeah. How do you manage that, just being fully there for the game and you just had your firstborn <laughs> arrive? It, it was it, there was a lot on you know the forefront of my mind for sure, um, but honestly you know that's that's one good thing about football is you can kind of cut everything off and just play. Um, you know I definitely had some mental errors that game that I I don't I don't think I would have if uh, <laughs> if my firstborn wasn't born the morning of the game. But uh, honestly it was a blessing. It was it was like it was meant to be. The timing worked out perfectly, and my wife was a champ. She labored for five hours alone from midnight to 5 a.m., so it's crazy. <laughs> MVP, and then she also took home the game ball, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Kyle Shanahan gave us the game ball, gave Frankie technically the game ball. Well-deserved. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was awesome. A dream come true, for sure. Colton, I, you know, you were kind of laughing during that. How, oh, yeah. how aware were you of everything that was happening that day? We knew it was going to happen <clears throat> in a two or three day span and then we have a you know our routine we all take the second bus we all eat together at the same spot at a home game same meal everything and we're like all right there's 10 minutes till we leave where's brendel and we're like looking at each other like someone better call him so i call him i'm like hey where you at he's like oh we had the baby i'm like what do you mean you had the baby he's like oh frankie's here i'm on my way to the stadium we're like wait 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 what (laughs) So we're like, all right, see you there. And sure enough, Frank is here, played everything. But yeah, it was uh, we were coming down and not seeing him at uh, at breakfast. How cool was it to see Jake and Zan receive that game ball? It's oftentimes that the O line does not get enough love. Oh yeah, it's great for the O line when, when we get love. You know, we got a little thing in there where, you know, it's for the kids. Um, game balls are expensive. Uh, yeah. That's how we view it in the O line room. But um, no, it's good. Anytime we get we get love, it means the team's going going good. So um, you know, for, for Frankie to come on that day, and you know, usually it's on a Thursday practice on our hard days. The babies are born, so guys <laughs> miss those. But um, you decided to do it on game day. Yep. One of your former teammates, Mike McGlinchey, I think it was on this podcast last year, said that. O-line is not something that you choose. It happens to you. So question for both of you. How did the O-line happen to you? How did you fall into the position? Want me to take it first? Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so uh, so my parents split uh, when I was in middle school, and uh, I followed my mom down to Texas, and that was kind of my first taste of real football. Like, Wisconsin football is awesome, but it's just kind of, you know, small small town, you know, like – you don't really know how good you are until you kind of get out of it, you know? So uh, moved down to Texas. Um, I went to like a off-season workout pro- program for the high school and they, you know, beat the crap out of me for two and a half months and <clears throat> ended up proving them that I could play varsity as a, as a freshman, um, but only at nose guard. And then um, did, two, did two seasons there at defensive nose and then um, our senior center graduated, and the head coach came to me and was like, "Hey, it's you. It's definitely <laughs> your 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 time to come to the dark side." <laughs> um, so I so I gained about forty pounds that off season from like two thirty to two seventy, 
That's wild. It was it was disgusting. <laughs> it was it was absolutely disgusting. Frozen pizzas, uh, sweet potatoes, tubs of ice cream, mm -hmm. just disgusting weight. Um, but yeah, learned the offense, and then kind of the rest is history, you know. But definitely didn't choose it. It definitely chose me, oh, like yeah. Mike said. <laughs> they choose you, that's for sure. Yeah. Colton, what's your story? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I went to a small private school, and they had six-man tackle. And like, you played every position, fullback, receiver, all that stuff, linebacker, D-line. And then I transferred to uh, the high school I went to um, for sports. And uh, they're like, well, you're the biggest kind of guy we got. Um, we're going to put you here. And I think it was D five, Division Five, where you're in. So, what, third smallest in Ohio? Um, they're like, all right, you're going to play both ways, DN, O-line. You know, you got the ability to go to college for it. And so I was like, all right, took it for what it's worth. And, you know, went to college and got it paid for. And now I'm here. Um, not a crazy story. I haven't lived in every state like Jake has. <laughs> um, but I guess Ohio High School, we're pretty, pretty proud football program. Oh, yeah. Um, but now the, uh, as Mike would say, the O-line, it, uh, it chooses you. It's a special uh, group of five you get to play with and a bond and, I mean, it's not a very glamorous position, but, you know, we all love playing it. We sure complain a lot about it, but um, it's a great position to play. You know, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Both of you have pretty unique journeys to your starting positions now with the 49ers. Jake, you started as an undrafted free agent. Colton, you were a fifth-round pick and then found yourself not making that initial 53-man roster in 2021. Both of you are now on multi-year contracts. So how has that early adversity kind of shaped your NFL career? Um, yeah, you really find out who you are real quick. Um, you know, being drafted, you know, you kind of get that redshirt year, and then, you know, you're either in or not. Um, and I found that out pretty quick and didn't realize what it took to stick around. Um, so now I fought my way through, you know, P-Squad life and, um, you know, we had an injury, so I got called up and got to finish that year. And then I realized the urgency of what, um, you know, this team wants to do every year is, is win Super Bowls. And, um, you know, there's not a lot, of, a lot of positions that are open on this squad. You know, we got guys everywhere and elite players. And, um, you know, you realize the urgency that, you know, things need to get better real quick. And I think I learned that. And, um, you know, just the adversity through that. And then finally, um, you know, starting a few games here or there and then finally getting the shot this year. And, um, we know they came with a contract, and I was like, heck, yeah, I want to stick around. So, um, you know, just blessed to be here and, you know, to have this opportunity to go play every week is uh, pretty awesome from where I came from. Jake, you have spent some time with several organizations. What made the 49ers home and worth fighting for? Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> I was an undrafted free agent, so I didn't get the red shirt year like you did. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I was on P-Squad uh initially in my career and then was lucky enough to be brought up as a swing interior backup guy in Miami um and I was and I was really fortunate just to be behind a lot of great players like Mike Pouncey taught me a ton of stuff that I still use today the same with uh Travis Frederick and also Alex Mack um just just a lot of guys that you know you really want to be a sponge around and just absorb as much info and technique stuff as you can from those guys um and then, yeah, I finally got my shot year seven to start, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, uh, but it, honestly, I feel like my career just, you know, has just begun. Like, I've just kind of been in 
you know, this like holding pattern for six years. Um, you know, 20, 20, 2020 was kind of a weird year because I didn't play, um, but I also was in the best shape of my life coming into the 2021 season. So it was kind of a gift and a curse there. But yeah, I feel like, you know, I have a lot of football left to play. And, mm -hmm. you know, this is a great, it's a great team to play for. And we just got to keep things rolling. Both of you are playing with a future Hall of Famer in Trent Williams. What's, what's it like being alongside him day in and day out? <laughs> T-Dub. Yeah, I mean, every player wishes they could do just half of what he does on the field. Um, the guy's a freak. You know, he'll walk in, first ballot, all the, all the, the awards, and there probably won't be another um, guy as good as him at football at the left tackle position, uh, at least in my opinion. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Um, but yeah, just to have his knowledge in the room and, um, just the kind of, you know, the vibe he has about him and, you know, he's not too over the top to where, you know, you can't talk to him or ask him a question about, you know, a skill you're trying to work on or what he thinks about this or that. Um, so just the, you know, leadership and that aspect and, you know, just the voice he has on the team, you know, every single time he opens his mouth, guys are listening and, um, you know, he does, you know, breaks us down and everything and just to have, um, that kind of leadership in the room is huge, and obviously some of the stuff he does is just fun to watch. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> it's honestly wild, and I've and I mean I've I've been on a lot of rosters, and that and 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 that guy's probably the pound for pound best athlete I've seen mm -hmm. ever. So, in terms of offensive weapons, just because that side of the ball is so stacked, how cool is it to block for Brock Purdy and then literally everyone else? <laughs> I mean, it's awesome, right? Like 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 plays that on paper shouldn't work <laughs> you know <laughs> like we'll have this play and it'll be like yeah this is really good against this look but really bad against this look and we'll get the wrong look on 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 uh plays but our but our playmakers will still make things work yeah we may not block anyone <laughs> somehow <laughs> christian finds his way to the end zone or, yeah, or debo i mean breaks yeah. a tackle and it's 80 yards and yeah um plus they love ball i mean it's a it's a fun group we have a lot of fun in the huddle uh, I think we're super close on offense as a group and just the way guys act and we talk to each other and just camaraderie in that group is, you know, obviously there's unicorns everywhere. I mean, my gosh, you look in the huddle, you're like, George Kittle, Debo, Christian, Ayuk, Brock now. I mean, my goodness, it's, uh, and obviously Trent, but yeah. it's, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get there one day, but, you know, we're, we're coming along. You guys talk about plays that shouldn't work but end up being – Game-changing plays, touchdowns. Is there one that sticks out in your mind from this season? I mean, just that last, like, 
the red zone run that Christian, Christian had. had. We didn't block anybody. Well, yeah, we just pushed the entire D line about nine yards to the left. <laughs> and we just happened to get lucky with the backside D not, you know, keeping contain. And that and that was it. Like it wasn't a good look at all. Yeah, he stops. We were out leveraged by a lot. Oh yeah. He stops four yards in the backfield, jump cuts right, makes the guy miss, and then just and then rolls four <laughs> yards into the end zone. I was yeah. like, all right, hey, touchdown. <laughs> Do you guys get a chance to see the whole play develop? Or, I mean, you got guys coming at you. So, like, what do you get to see? A lot of times it's just you look at the Jumbotron and you hope that they can, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. give us a replay of what happened. Um, but, honestly, it's, 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 it's usually on the plane or the bus ride back from the game that you'll see the film. <laughs> There's some good laughs. You're like, oh, yeah. man, that was bad or that was good. Or, <laughs> Someone gets rolled up on, or there's, yeah. You'll see it. I mean, you have a picture based on the play and what we're running. Like you have an idea of where it's gonna go, and then sometimes it just goes the opposite. Like some of them are, but it's uh, you don't know until it's on the bus watching it with everyone, or it's like, oh, look at this, you know. But it's uh, yeah, jumbotron usually a good way, <laughs> good way to check out what's going on. Yeah. Off the field, you guys also have. Interest in the outdoors is kind of a common thing with you, too. So, Colton, where did the love of hunting and fishing come from? Mm. Uh, I started early. Uh, my dad, he's huge into it. Um, he does taxidermy. You know, he grew up hunting and fishing. And, um, you know, he was born in Pittsburgh, Indiana, New York, and then finally Ohio. So he's been around a couple of great outdoor states. And then I think, you know, six, seven, eight years old, I started um, doing a hunter safety course, all that, and then um, just have fell in love with it. Done it, you know. It's summer, it's fishing, and in the fall, it's hunting. And you know, I've really gotten into the duck stuff now out here. I'm um, trying to bring these guys along. Finally, <laughs> um, you know, Charlie will come out. Um, we did a little fishing in the summer, turkey hunting, and then getting Jake out. Um, you know, he came, watched. So. It's pretty cool to get these guys out here, and we actually had uh, some duck uh, for dinner last night. <laughs> guys cooked it up for us, and Bose and Christian, and they all had it, and said it was the best thing ever. So uh, it's it's cool, you know, you open some guys' eyes up uh, with what's out here in California outdoors-wise. Jake, what's holding you back from going from spectator to participating? Oh, and, like, the hunting stuff? Yeah. <laughs> really, I just got to get my license and stuff, yeah. But other than that, you know, um, I, I grew up out – out like in the outdoors too uh my uh uncle brian's a big hunter and fisher so anytime he could steal me away from my parents and you know take take me on like a you know like a uh you know like a deer hunt or go uh fishing with them and stuff and then we also fish a lot in florida and in the off season they have a great fishing scene down in florida so yeah and zan's quite the fisherwoman huh? oh yeah oh yeah it's pretty easy dude big peacock bass you showed me yeah man pretty sweet yeah no no, peacock bass are some of the, you know, the most fun fish to, to catch. I'm not, I'm not lying. It's awesome. Here in California, where do you get your outdoors fix? Uh, an hour up the road, you go up to <laughs> 680. You get north, north of Benicia. Yep. You get into Yuba City, Sacramento, and even East Bay. You go to Antioch, you know, Concord, Pittsburgh area. It's, it's everywhere. I went crabbing last year for Dungeons Crab. Um, I like went, that. Went straight out under the Golden Gate. Um, it was super cool and came back, had 10 of them for dinner and made uh, cra- Dungeons Crab Rangoons the next mor- next uh, evening for dinner. So 
The food That's out here impressive. is uh, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right, Colton, this is the part where we take fan-submitted questions, and people were really excited to see both of you as the next guests in this. So I'm going to fire these off. Kaylin, this one's for the both of you. We've heard from Nick Zakel and Brock Purdy. What are your go-to orders at In-N-Out? Mm. Oh, two three-by-threes, plain, meat and cheese only. Disgusting. Fries? Oh, yeah, fries. <clears throat> Shake? Uh, I do pink lemonade. I like that choice. Mm -hmm. So I do the, uh, I do like two double doubles, whole grilled onion, add pickles, and add chilies. Mm, pickles? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I like pickles too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the reason you go to In N Out is for the vegetables, to be honest. Huh? 100%. You're going to get some hate mail on that. No, 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 I'm not. Because, like, if you go to like a McDonald's, or a Burger King, the lettuce. If you take that lettuce off, yeah. it's like it's like this. Now like I used droops. to do the protein style. Yeah. Where the lettuce was the bun. Yeah. I used to back in keto days. And you ate lettuce? Since yeah, I just a lettuce? lettuce bun. He doesn't eat lettuce. He's lying. There's no way. <laughs> I used to. Yeah. Right? I'm just Formerly telling you. a lettuce I don't know. guy. I'm telling I don't you, know. I used to. I've never seen anything green. Ever on this guy's plate. Ever. Are you not a vegetable guy at all? Oh, yeah, they're poisonous. <laughs> what do you think? A, a vegetable or a, a fruit, anything green, its natural defense mechanism is poison. It cannot defend itself from anything else in the world. You don't eat any vegetables. I'll eat corn, but that's a starch. That is a starch. <laughs> Maybe potatoes. <laughs> potatoes, peanut. Yeah. Nothing. There's, there's no green thing. If I'm going to eat a salad, it's going to be spinach leaves and some carrots and cheese on it. No Ranch. dressing, nothing. You might as well just put it in a smoothie, I think. That's gross. Yeah, I guess. Hide it. Yeah. Wow, okay, we're learning a lot. This one's from our YouTube fam. If you were on a Family Feud episode, which four of your teammates would you take with you? Ooh. Go ahead. Well, Nick Zakel is like a walking, talking sports encyclopedia. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. So definitely him. No, there's one. Um, Me and you. Yeah, probably you. Mm -hmm. Right? And then that's tough. Who's our fourth? I don't know. Yeah, throw out some names. Mm, only, only offense. I'm not taking any defensive guys. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Christian. Christian would be a good guy. Went to he's, he's great with movies. Yeah. Sam also is great with movies. Oh, yeah, you're Brandon right. Allen's great with movies. You're right. Ooh. Which one of those two? Christian. I'm taking right. Christian. Yeah. The Stanford guy. That Stanford makes sense. Stanford over USC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. This one is from 34 Questions. What would your day job be if you didn't play football for a living? If I didn't have football, if I never played football, I'd probably be coal mining. But so I went to college, so I did graduate. <laughs> but uh, He's not lying. What though. was your degree in? Uh, wildlife and Fisheries Management. <laughs> what would you be? Uh, so I have a, I have a degree in economics that I will never use ever. Um, mm. So not that. But from UCLA, very respectable. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be something that's like fun to do, like own like a small business or something. You know, something that I like to do. Probably won't make a ton of money, but it'll be fulfilling. What kind of small business? Could be anything. Like what? You know, I like mountain biking. It could be a bike shop. You do have some cool bikes. I'll give you that. You're a mountain biker, yeah. Or, you know, it could be like a, you know, I don't know, car wash. Something easy. Car wash. 
they need more of those out here. So franchise I, owner of several car washes. <laughs> hey, whatever floats your boat. Yeah. All right, last one from Joey. How does rainy weather affect things for the O line? Makes it great. Yeah, honestly, it, it's it's great because it slows down the get off from the defensive mm -hmm. line. Um, it kind of makes you know us and our role a little bit more important just because it's probably going to be a more run em emphasized game. Um, and yeah, I'm, 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 I mean, honestly, if you can deal with the elements and the other team can't, that's a huge, huge benefit. It changes your job a little bit. Yeah, I mean, the ball gets a little bit slicker, um, but I've played in plenty of rain coming from Miami, so I'll be all right. That and sweat down there. <laughs> Do you have a worst weather condition game that comes to mind? Uh, well, uh, 2018, we were in the wild card game in Miami um, against the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. It was mm. it was there's the coldest I've ever been in my life. Yeah, it was probably negative 20 something wind chill. That it was sucks. it was brutal. Yeah, which yeah that really isn't fun. But also like a high 30s rain game also really cold rain really yeah. sucks. Yeah. I don't know. Green Bay was cold. I learned my lesson there. <laughs> I wore no sleeves, and I will never, never do that again. I will always wear sleeves in a cold game from now on. That wind chill kind of burns. It's it's different. Yeah. yeah. And then you get hit when you're cold. Well, you lose feeling in your thumbs, yeah. and then your toes go, and guys got scuba suits on and all this stuff, and I'm like, oh, i got to be tough. I'm going to not wear sleeves, oh, yeah. you know? Tough guy. Didn't work. Mm -mm. Mm. Well, now it can only go up from here. Yeah. Well, thank you both so much for your time. I know it's a busy week as you guys prepare for every game, but it was great having you guys on the show. And Faithful, thank you for tuning in. To be featured on the next episode, remember to put your questions in at 49ers.com slash mailbag. And that's it from us. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.